Good morning, this is Money Talk. It's uh, now 70 minutes to nine. This is James Ross. And in your money today, Carolyn Wright is going to discuss your rights around transfers of ownership at beauty centres. Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. In its latest choice report, the Consumer Council looked at what happens when a beauty centre you may have paid for a series of treatments at changes hands. I'm joined now by Michael Can, who is the Consumer Council's Head of Legal Affairs, to discuss what some of your rights are when that happens. Thank you for joining me today, Michael. My pleasure, Carolyn. Let's kick off with a look at what happens if you end up with some unused sessions at a beauty centre as a result of the business changing hands. What are your rights on redeeming those with a new operator and how can you check if that has happened? The short answer is that the customer can certainly negotiate with the new operator for redeeming the unused sessions. Importantly, the customer is entitled to receive the same treatments in the same manner, fashion as before. This is because under the Transfer of Business Protection of Creditors Ordinance, the new operator as the transferee is liable for all the debts and obligations arising from the business so transferred. It would be sensible, therefore, for the new operator to agree to provide the unused sessions. If it refuses to do so, the customer would be entitled to claim a refund for the unused sessions against not only the old operator, but also the new operator. But we need to be cognizant of certain limitations to the protection offered by that ordinance. First, as a matter of common law, if the new operator refuses to provide the unused sessions, the customer's remedy lies only in monetary damages, essentially the refund of the unused sessions. We cannot really compel the new operator to provide the services. And secondly, there are strict time limitation periods within which the customer may claim against the new operator under the ordinance. In effect, the customer may only claim against the new operator within one year of the date of the transfer. And secondly, the time period would be further shortened if the operator chooses to publish a business transfer notice in the Gazette and newspapers, in which case the customer would be required to make a court claim against the new operator within one month of the notice. And on the question how we can ascertain whether a business has changed hands, there are a few practical ways. First, business registration certificate of any business is required to be shown on the business premises. So essentially, the customer may simply visit the business premises and verify that information from the business registration certificate displayed on site. The customer may also search the government's online business registration number inquiry service, which should provide the same information on who the current operator is. Lastly, we mentioned the Gazette or newspapers for the business transfer notice, but as it is not mandatory for operators to publish a transfer notice, this may not necessarily be a conclusive means to ascertain whether a business has been transferred. So we would advise customers to actually go to the premises and check the business registration certificate. One of the things you mentioned there was was elements around the, the time limits placed on making claims. So I wonder if it is uh, sensible for consumers to really consider how many sessions they should prepay for, just in case, no matter who the operator of a centre is. I think irrespective of whether a business has changed hands or is about to change hands, and indeed who the operator is, there's always inherent risk involved with prepayments. For instance, if the business closes down or the operator does not perform to standards, then the customer pretty much has limited options in those circumstances. They can only probably make a claim. 
for either a refund or maybe if the company winds down, then really its chance of getting its money back is very uncertain. So the council has from time to time advised consumers that they should really not purchase more than what they actually need. And we understand that it can be tempting to overpurchase in particular when, you know, discounts, gifts and other concessions are being offered, coupled with, of course, aggressive sale tactics that we've seen t- from time to time with these beauty services centres. Nonetheless, we think that prepayments should only be made in accordance with actual needs and customers should always refrain from excessive prepayments. It is also advisable to consider the integrity of the operator. Equally important is that consumers after making the purchase, should regularly patron the shop and use the services purchased. This will allow customers to understand and monitor the operator's state of business and operations, for instance, by checking the business registration certificate and be able to respond quickly to any change of circumstances. Have there been any cases where it looks like an operator has changed? Maybe, you know, the sign over the door has got a different name, but they are, in fact, the same entity. What can you do in those circumstances to check? We've seen cases from time to time when, you know, maybe arising from rebranding or various other reasons that it looks like the shop has changed hands. But in fact, if you do a search of the business registration, it's actually operated by the same entity. And in those circumstances, the customer should certainly be entitled to continue receive the purchased packages from the same entity. Now, if the operator tries to change the terms of the contract without the customer's consent, that would probably be a breach of the contract. So we would definitely advise the customer to continue to negotiate with the operator if they try to bury the services on sticking to the contractual deal or try to negotiate an acceptable compromise. Now, if the operator is reluctant to do so, then we certainly welcome the customer to approach and seek help from the Consumer Council. What are the obligations for operators to keep customers' data safe if they are handing over from one business to another? We can certainly understand, and I think that probably is a major incentive underlying these uh, transfer deals, is that the new operator would like to obtain existing customer data from the original operator in order to be able to continue to provide services to them. But what we've seen, and this is where the crux of the problem lies, is that the new operator often uses the customer data to market services that are unrelated to what the customer has purchased. So for instance, if they try to say that, oh, no, we haven't got this equipment here, so we will want to sell you another package, probably be more expensive. Now, if that were the case, then that would be a problem because customer data probably can be considered to have been misused. And furthermore, beauty treatments are considered personal services. So they are services that the customer would expect and be entitled to be provided by the original operator. And he's not required to continue with the new operator if he doesn't want to. So in those circumstances, in order to keep customer data safe as such, we do urge business operators to be compliant with the privacy law requirements. First, they should obtain the customer's consent before the original operator transfers any customer data to the new operator. And secondly, upon such transfer, the new operator should only use the customer data to the extent necessary to provide the services that he had purchased. They really should not be marketing new services or seek to vary the contracted services without the customer's consent. Now, a point to note here is that under the uh, Personal Data Privacy Ordinance, Session 63B actually allows 
the original operator to disclose customer data to the new operator when negotiating the business transfer for due diligence purposes. But even then, a condition is that the goods, facilities and services to be provided by the new operator has to be the same as those purchased by the customer. So it is very clear that the new operator should really not be using the customer data for any other purpose than to provide the purchases that the uh, customer has made. So in those circumstances, uh, we would say that to keep customer data safe, this chain of transfer and the limits imposed by the ordinance should be observed. Thanks so much for all of your advice. That's Michael Cann, who is the Consumer Council's Head of Legal Affairs. Thank you, Carolyn. Thank you, Michael. And-